G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Feeling good too will be Clado from the Good Oil. Big uh, Good Oil show tomorrow, News Day 1 through 6. Uh, he'll be standing, probably standing, shouting, screaming at anything he's put money on. Hey, Clado. Hey, good afternoon, Stephen. Yeah, well, uh, you're quite excited over whether it's a maiden or a cup race, but <laughs> the good news is we'll, you... we'll be starting at, one, at one, 12 o'clock tomorrow. Oh, okay. Well, your producer told me one, so he's obviously going to be late, oh. and he's just uh, thrown yeah, an ex- he'll be late. He's just been thrown an expletive at me saying, oh, goodness gracious me, I did not realise that. Hey, mate, how important for the industry uh, and as a whole that you can, you know, Auckland's back in orange and Ellerslie's back in the, in the, in the mix? Oh, look, the crowds are available to go to Ellerslie tomorrow and, you know, the Boxing Day crowd, they've missed out and they'll be out there in their droves tomorrow. The weather looks like it's going to play the ball, play the game and the fields are held up really strong. So all round, it's just going to be a fantastic day at Ellerslie tomorrow and the state money's great. You know, part of the new ATR initiative between Kindies and Ellerslie and see with that bump in the stake money, gee, the good horses will come out to play for sure. What sort of stake money are we talking now with that, that, that sort of merge? Well, on last year, I think there's another 20% uh, the ATR had put on the stake money. So the railway, the Group 1 railway, uh, 200000 last year, so 240 this year. So it's a significant bump up. And a lot of those you know, smaller grade races, you know, like going to $60,000 for a rating 74 and a rating 65, which, you know, just out of maiden, you know, you're playing for 60K. And, you know, the Group 2's got four Group 2's and, you know, 120000 like that, that's... That's really good money, and, and the good horses all stay and stick around for that sort of money. Okay, so before you uh, give us the good oil, and I, I, the, there is another important part, what are you wearing tomorrow? Are you actually going to the races tomorrow, or are you stuck doing the good oil? No, no, we'll be doing the good oil from uh, your chair there, so usually the host just leave a little six-pack under the bench there for the good oil team, so you're the man yeah. this week. Yeah, 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 yeah you're dreaming, yeah, you're yeah. dreaming, pal, because I, yeah. I, I have a no-drinking-on-the-job uh, uh, idea, so you, you, you're stuffed up there, pal. Okay, let's move on. Uh, talk to me, Sugar Lips, about what people can look forward to and what you think might be worthwhile looking at. Look, uh, team race card tomorrow, we get underway at 20 past 12, and I think we kicked the day off on the right foot with... Um, Named after a few people, the eight GC has won his last two starts, <laughs> but this is a really good horse. He's gone through the open grade, so I think he's about two fifty at the moment. But uh, if you want to play into the first, just to build a bit of a bank, uh, you can do no worse than GC in the first. Okay, so you're going to have to keep going because you know me; I'm not uh, totally adept when it comes to the, the horses. So uh, when you look yep. at it, when you look at a, a a good offer, right? What are you looking at? Uh, for, forget the money for the moment. Knowing the horse. What should what should the average punter look for apart from a good name? Well, you can do your form till you're blue in the face, yeah. and yeah, you know, sometimes you can end up with eight or nine chances, and then it's trying to scale it down from there, and that's where the barrier draw comes in. Luck in the running is a big thing. So, 
if it was easy, everybody would be doing it, Stephen. And that's why we keep coming back day after day. It's a pity we didn't attack a schoolwork like that back in the day, but racing, we'll, we'll put thousands of hours of study into our horses. See, I've always, I always thought that the barrier draw could, could be an important one because I sometimes think when it, in, the other, in the other class of racing, which is the trots, that the barrier draw is quite important. How important is it here with, with a big field? Well, it is, and um, we're going to talk about that about race seven because uh, one of my favourites goes around here, and he's been good to us on the good oil before, and it's a horse called Rock My Heart. Now he's drawn twenty, so from the so that's uh, so for, for a dumb dumb like me, that's on the outside, right on the outside, that's, right? That, that's right, and towards the outside, that's probably he's starting from the middle of the Ellerslie Township. <laughs> my heart, but but look, see, he's drawn twenty, so it might put a lot of people off, but you know he'll go back. Like, he's going to sit back past midfield, so he's not going to need that early speed. He's not going to be involved in that, you know, early speed to get across, try and get across. He can sort of amble across and sort of get one out towards the back of the field without using up any gas. So hopefully there's plenty of speed on up front, and he'll be able to weave his magic. So that's my special for you tomorrow is uh, Rock My Heart in Race 7, currently at 31 and 9. Oh, hang on. Rock My Heart or Lock My Heart? Rock, right? We'll you know, you, you know what? You know what? With that sort of money, a dum dum like me will just be throwing a little tiny bit at that just for a crack. Rock my well, heart, thirty ones. Do you think it'll come in at all? Oh, Steve, mate, I'm all over it. Yeah, I'm a big fan of the horse. <laughs> mate, mate, you may be a big fan of the horse, but can it do the job? Look, it's it's the Dunstan Feed Stars Championship, and it's always a great series because they have a lot of races, lead up races during the the last couple of months and horses are going to pick up points to qualify for the race and they're playing for $100,000 and these are the horses that are probably like a year away from you know Auckland Cup mm-hmm. quality or the ones who just are not quite going to get to that quality so they're playing for a really good stake and Stephen Marsh I think he's qualified four for the final and one out of the box will be hard but look don't drop rock my heart I know he went around last week but he didn't need to win to qualify he'd already qualified at Tiara. So he's had a look around. He hasn't had a gut buster. He's run on okay. I think uh, we'll see the real walk my heart tomorrow in the mate, red you, and green colours. Mate, you, 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 you are convincing this this amateur at a great rate of knots with the way you, you sold that one. What else can <laughs> what else can you sell me? Well, well, um, Stephen, the, the group one for Steamer Railway is we're, we're only down to the uh, nine runners, but, boy, it's shaping up as a match race between Entrevier and Levante. I think when the market's open, they're both roughly the same. But, gee, on uh, trivia years, just gone into the red, well and truly into the red. And Levante's got out to about 270. So I'm in, I'm in the camp of Levante. And what gives me a hell of a lot of confidence is that Louis Herman Watts all over on trivia year can't see it getting beat. So I think that's really going to help anyone who wants to back Levante. How, how long? So you'll have to help me out here. How long is the railway? Uh, it's 1,200 metres. Oh, so she's a straight sprint. sprint. Yeah, she's a straight sprint, 1,200 metres for 240,000. And look, we've, we've seen it before. You know, you, you talk about match races, you get down to two horses and it's either one or the other. But it's not to say that a horse like Babylon Berlin cannot lead him up and hang on and packing rock star and rose and power. But it's going to be a real tactical battle. You've got Opie Bosson on, on Trivier and Ryan Elliott on Levante. So... Levante's one of the quickest sprinters. Um, she'll get back and she can absolutely fly. She is just an absolute marvel. And on from trivia, she's just a professional racehorse. So it is shaping up as a fantastic group one tomorrow.
Yeah, it'll be, it's it's very short and sweet though, isn't it? But it's not bad money for for a quick run. How how long does a twelve hundred take for for a horse? They'll take about a minute and eight seconds, I reckon, tomorrow. So one eight one nine on a, on a good track. Uh, one twelve, pretty standard, but they should be running one eight tomorrow. One eight one nine, or so, so, they will be flying. So, and, it's, so, and it's just, oh, Steve, it's just. Uh, in your mouth, you don't breathe. You hold your breath for, for <laughs> the 70, 80 seconds. You don't hold, you don't let a breath out because it is exciting stuff. There's so much happening, and you just you just riveted to the race. What's the longest race on the card tomorrow? Uh, it'll be the Stunston Stairs over the 2400, and also the Sky City City of Auckland Cup. That's <laughs> over the mile and a half, the 2400 metres, and that field's fallen away a bit uh, to eight runners. Oh. They're, they're running for 240000 as well, and Concert Hall heads up that field, and cheaper than Divorce, the two Roger James but Wellwood runners, and Concert Hall, cheaper than Divorce, like Cato Cup winner, she's eighty, and Concert Hall, she's, $1, uh, she's $4. So, personally, I'll be going for the money. Concert you? Hall over oh, oh, okay. I was going to say, gee, Roger James has been around a while, hasn't he? Oh, he has. He, he's still regarded as the Derby's king, and it's, he's got a great team around him at the moment, and Robert Wellwood's joined the team, and they're, and they're just going to another level. I think that youthful enthusiasm sort of spurred Roger on, and they've got some lovely horses uh, coming through the stable, and, and it's really good to see. Okay, so um, if I was, if, you know, playing playing the, 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 the novice, would I talk to someone about jockeys, and, and if, if a very good jockey was riding maybe an average horse, would that l- help me lean towards that horse because of the person on the back? For sure, for sure. Um, hey, look, we all have our off days, and we, we could all have a bad stare, but... Um, no, if you like your jockeys, and I mean, some people they're their favourite jockeys, but I think you just you just go with your gut instinct. If you're a once a year punter, if you like something, because there's nothing worse than people asking you, <laughs> like so-called experts like myself, and what's going to win the Melbourne Cup, and yeah, you say, well, look, it's a tough field, but I like this, and uh, they turn around, they either back Pride Prince of Penzance, or they we're going to back Prince of Penzance, but you turn them off it, so. It's just go with your gut, and look, you've got 10 races to have a crack at, and sure, all of averages, if you get three or four, and you should get your money back plus a bit of a profit. I know you feel like this is pulling teeth with me, but I am, I am learning a little bit, right? So you, have to, you just have to give me, give, me a little yep. bit, give me a little bit of air here. What's your, what is your, have you given me uh, your big outsider? Was that rock my heart? Do you think that's your big outsider for the day tomorrow? Yes, it is. Yep, yep. Either I reckon at thirty ones, man. I'm, I'm, I'm yep. having a little bit of peace that I think, and, and and I don't and I don't bet at all. So, but but when I look at a number no. like that, you, you got to have just a throw a little a little, little bit on. Uh, what's your dead set? Dead set going to win one? Well, uh, come on, well, come on, GC. Yeah, GC two dollars fifty. I think GC and. I mean, you're a big Aussie Rules fan, aren't you? No, no, gosh, no, no, no. I'm a big rugby well, league fan. Well, where, where did you get well, Aussie Rules? Um, what? what f- hey, Clado, that's our fight start, mate. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, that's all right. Um, no, I'm not fighting him. I'm not fighting <laughs> Stephen Luke either. Yeah, well, I have fight done, for life three uh, times. <laughs> <laughs> all righty. So it's like uh, what's what's the f- <laughs> what's the uh, weather forecast like for tomorrow? Uh, as far as I know, it's, it's it's going to be fine like this tomorrow. I had a look the other day and it d- didn't appear to be gloomy or 
any rain on the horizon. So it's, a, it's a, another day like today. It'll be a scorcher. And, and, and Steve, like the action just keeps coming. Like after the railway, we've got race nine, the Ritual Mile. It's a group two race mm-hmm. sponsored by Ritual Stud. And it's over the 1,600 metres. But there's a horse in here that's just been unbeatable. And that's Gold Watch. Okay. Trained by a 90-odd-year-old Cliff Goss. And this is a story that's you know making mainstream news and media. It should. Uh, it's a great story. He's in great form in this horse. He's been very patient with him. And Danielle Johnson takes the ride. And it could uh, well be Gold Watch. It'll be, I'd tell you what, a pretty emotional time if Gold Watch can get up in the oh, ritual wow. mile. All right. Anything else you want to throw at me? I'll throw some of you. Greg Alexander. Great chat with him. Thank you. But you know, you know why he's one of my favourite Aussie players? Why is that? Well, many years ago, when Auckland played the Kangaroos at Carlaw Park, oh. I think it was around 89, 88, 89. Yeah. And you couldn't beat Australia. They were a fantastic team, Surinan and Belcher and Greg Alexander, Vorton, uh, oh. Wally Lewis. And midweek, midweek at Carlaw Park, nothing better. <laughs> and they were, the, foot, the game went down to the wire, and I think it was a turnover late in the game. And Greg Alexander had the ball, rolled the ball away. Instead of passing over to the Auckland player, he rolled it away. It wasn't a big, massive roll, but he just rolled the ball away <laughs> away from the Auckland player. And I don't know if it was Neville Kesher again, but the referee, or Billy Shrimpton, blew the teeth. <laughs> Out of the whistle, and we got the penalty. <laughs> Not only that, our goal-kicking prop had to go up and take the kick. Michael Thompson used to play for Melbourne, and our prop walked up. He kicked the goal, and Auckland beat the Kangaroos back in 89. And Oh, my it was goodness. Just magic, mate. Wow. That's why I see, every time I see Greg Alexander, I see him rolling that ball away. <laughs> mate, that's moment day. That just brought back some absolutely cracking memories. Okay, mate, well, don't forget to put your uh, number ones on when you come and sit in the studio tomorrow to feel good about yourself. But, uh, mate, thanks for the education today. Yeah, oh, that's all right. We'll have Sam spread in the studio tomorrow too, and she is just a ball of fun and information, So, and she can tip them, so... We're really looking forward to the good oil tomorrow. All right, it's at midday, from midday, right? Midday, that is correct, Brian. (laughs) Yeah, he's got it. Thanks, Glad. I appreciate your time, mate. Happy New Year.